Hey guys, Laura here. I wanted to invite you to my Authenticity Workshop on Friday, May 24th. The title of this workshop is Authentic Expression and Why It Will Make You Wealthy. And I use the word wealthy not specifically in the traditional sense, although that's true as well, but also holistically wealthy, um, leading to a life of joy, abundance, and expansion. Because when we learn to authentically express, there's nothing more powerful. And once we learn it, and we bring it to our nurse coaching practice, it echoes into over into every other area of our life. So come for this interactive workshop. It's 30 bucks. You need to register. Link will be in the bio. Thank you. Welcome to the Successful Nurse Coach Podcast. On this podcast, Laura and Shelby both board-certified nurse coaches show you how to make as much money as you want in private practice as a nurse coach. Hello and welcome back everybody to the Successful Nurse Coach Podcast. It is Shelby here today and I am joined by a wonderful, wonderful guest who is a new member of our team, a leader in the nurse coach community, an all-around amazingly wonderful human. We're obsessed with her. But I would love to introduce to all of you Miss Sean Arcanel. You, If that name is foreign to you, I'm honestly surprised. Arsenault. Arsenault. Oh, son. I even practiced beforehand, <laughs> Sean, because I've been saying Acrono, and then I heard you on the preceptorship call. Anyway, you guys know Sean with a crazy last name. <laughs> that is who is with me here with me today. Uh, Sean is an amazing nurse coach who we have been supporting in our mentorship program for just about a year now. And I want to take a second to brag on what an epic human Sean is. I remember... Sean, coming onto our radar as a student, and uh, Laura and I knew out of the gate that she was going to be a really special human to work with. She's a go-getter. She's all in. And we just have like a spidey sense for nurse coaches who are going to create success really quickly. And Sean did just that. Sean is our top income earner in the first year ever out of all of our clients. She has been able to quit her job and prioritize her nurse coaching work. And she does the thing repetitively week after week after week. Uh, Laura has shared with me, Sean, that she's like, I don't find barriers with Sean. There are hiccups, but there are not barriers because she's just so willing to be all in. And it is really just epic to have have a sideline seat to the life that you've created and will continue to create. Um, but in Sean's private practice, she does. She's a multi-passionate human like the like the rest of us nurse coaches. Uh, she prioritizes working with other nurse coaches one on one. She is who most of our referrals go to whenever people are like, groups aren't for me. I need one on one space. We, we send them to Sean and she helps Nurse coaches let go of the fear of being seen and create their first paid client within that 30 to 60 day mark. And we trust her explicitly, which is why she is now a member of our squad. Um, you also might know Sean for her tech course that she has created to help nurse coaches leverage social media and technology and it not be the scary elephant in the room. And she also 
uh, works with oncology healthcare workers to find work-life alignment and balance. Uh, so, Sean, is there anything that you don't do? We're so <laughs> glad that you're here. <laughs> Thank you so much, Shelby. I'm super excited to be here. And I like to say that, no, there, there, there's never any <laughs> limit to what, like, I want to do or can do. Like, I always try to, like, keep my mind open to, like, new things that are coming. So, um, I don't like to, yeah. like, tie myself down to, <laughs> to one thing, obviously. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, also, Sean has a podcast. We'll put all of her details in, in the <laughs> description below for you. But like, um, yeah, Sean, Sean is and you're really good at juggling a lot of balls in the air. Uh, you do things very, very well. And yeah, anyway, we're excited to have you on our team. We're excited to share our, our clientele and our space with you and just have you be an epic addition to what we have going on here at the successful nurse coaches. Um, but yeah, let's let's dive in a little bit to I'm really curious what your one on one practice is like, because there is a time sometimes on enrollment calls, people people will nurse coaches will jump on calls with me or Laura. And like, I just have this gut sense that the mentorship would not be the perfect place for them. And that's when I'm like, I can't offer like in order to sleep tonight and not feel guilty about it I can't offer you a spot but you know Sean is like on my at the top of the list to refer for folks who want one-on-one support Mm -hmm. um so I'm curious Sean what what's been coming up lately in your work with nurse coaches one-on-one where do you guys focus yeah I think mainly Whenever I am working with nurse coaches one-on-one like the very first barrier and this is for like almost every single one that I've worked with is like fear of being seen, fear of like putting themselves out there on social media and making that coming out Mm. post and connecting with people and feeling that fear of like, what if they say no? What if they ghost me? Like that initial like stage of being an entrepreneur and doing something new is, is much of what we focus on and getting through all of those barriers before we go into like, logistics of of like business stuff it's it's a lot deeper stuff Mm. that we dive into very very early on yeah super super important and the barrier this fear of being seen where does it stem from because this is like uh, a pretty common thing within our community of and i i've seen it tied to a couple of different like root beliefs of of like maybe it's just like a technological gap right like i genuinely don't know how to use facebook and that's why (laughs) i don't want to be seen or or it's tied to something deeper of like your value and your worth as a human as a coach as a nurse Mm -hmm. there's a crack in it somewhere so i'm I'm curious is there a trend or does it does it vary in the people that you work with yeah i think it does vary a little bit but it all kind of stems from like this one one place where like there's something that happened in the past, right? Like there's always something that's mm-hmm. happened in the past that initially made them feel that way and has continued to like carry them through into their business, into the work that they do just as nurses, not even nurse coaches, but like in their life in general. And so, mm. you know, I do a lot of like deeper, like visualization type stuff inside of those sessions. And a lot of those first sessions are super heavy just because we are kind of like, you know, with their permission, we're diving into a lot of those like past experiences. 
and trying to heal that before we can like do all the businessy stuff because they, you know, I, I noticed too that like if they come to me and they want to work on the businessy stuff, like, you know, figuring out technology and use, using social media and how do I do this, this and this and strategy, they get super, super frustrated because they're trying to wow. learn how to do it, but they're not addressing like the deeper issue that's really blocking them from utilizing it to the fullest potential. Yes. Ooh, I feel like there's a lot of wisdom in what you just said in in that, Sean. There are nurse coaches that we work with that, like, you would be a super great example of this, of, I don't know how to yet, but I will learn whatever I need to learn and figure it out and be able to integrate pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And then there, there are other folks that uh, need a little bit more of that deeper unpacking on the front end. Uh, so that the frustration levels don't get so high that it kind of like stomps out the fire, Mm -hmm. right? And there's, I want to really, really drive home here that there is not a wrong way to begin. There's just totally not a wrong way. Mm -hmm. Um, If I had to guess, Sean, I think you and I probably had pretty similar origin stories to where we were like, we could drink from the fire hose and then the deeper work came maybe a little secondary yeah. to that. of, And um, I think that that's also a personality trait, right? Like we probably thrive in chaos. I worked in the ER. So did I. Did oncology. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So like there's, we are conditioned to be able to kind of plow through that. And then, but like the inner work always comes is, is what I'm trying to get out here. Yeah. And again, there's just not a wrong way to start. Um, it's just important. It's just important that you do. Uh, so with that, Sean, how how does that evolve over time? Right. So the, the first few sessions are sounds like really deep inner work, deep visualizations and acknowledgement mm-hmm. kind of of what your foundation is. Um, how long does it usually take for people to navigate that and then and then start to chip away at their business? Yeah. I would say, I mean, it takes a good like, because I work with, I now only work with people for six months. I used to offer shorter and I just found that that was just not long enough um, for both myself and for my clients. But I typically feel like the first three months is really diving into like the deeper stuff. And then once we hit that three month mark, then we can start to chip away. And I do have some clients that need a lot more than that to chip away at the deeper Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, But it's, I don't know, like anytime someone comes to me with like a very like logistical problem and they're getting frustrated with something, like I always feel like it's tied to something more like they're, they're wanting Mm -hmm. to avoid that stuff and focus on like the quote unquote easier things like setting up their website and getting practice better all, you know, um, all set up for them. And it's, I don't know, for some reason, it, it's something that I feel called to do to like, let people know, like, that stuff's not going to go anywhere. There's another barrier here that I know you're trying to avoid. Um, Mm. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I, this is this is why Laura and I give such caveats to your first year of business of like, it's going to be the best thing and the worst thing you've ever done all at the same time. <laughs> yeah. uh, because 
the payoff is really significant, right? The payoff is a life designed by intention, a life where you get to work for yourself if that's the goal. Um, but we don't get to sidestep mm-hmm. this part. So I think that this could be a really cool check-in place for anybody listening of, is my frustration level appropriate? Like, when I open practice better, do I want to chuck it across the room because I can't figure it out? Mm-hmm. And, and you know, if you have a coaching space, maybe bringing that perspective into your next call of this feels like there's something else going on and I can't see it mm-hmm. yet. Um, yeah, I'm I'm just always so intrigued by resistance in all of the different ways that it that it comes and how it shows up for for folks. Uh, but doing the deep inner work is crucial. Mm-hmm. We don't get to we don't get to bypass it at all. Yeah. Yeah. There are some clients too that I have that are like tough cookies. <laughs> like they are hard to crack and whenever I try to go deeper, it, it there is like this huge resistance about it and it's so interesting to see how like different nurse coaches work because I mean we all have I and I personally had this too. Like I had a lot of blockages before I even hired Laura as my coach, right? Mm-hmm. And I was able to yeah. kind of work through a lot of those before I started working with her. So that's probably why she doesn't see a lot of barriers with me. <laughs> but um, but before I got started, I mean, I had so much inner stuff that I was dealing with. Like every single time I posted something on social media, I would have like a mini heart attack because I was so, af- mm-hmm. I was like refreshing my page over and over again to see who interacted with my post. And every time I sent a private message to someone, I would just get this like pit in my stomach of like, I can't believe I just put myself out there. They probably think I'm mm-hmm. insane. Like, you know, just having all of those feelings. And like, yeah. if I didn't have a space to be able to, work through that I mean I would have quit because that all that stuff comes up and um and I see you know nurse coaches who don't have their own coach trying to kind of navigate through that on their own and I can see why it's frustrating for them because like all of this stuff is coming up and they have no one to like guide them through that healing process mm-hmm. yes Here's another plug to hire your own coach team. Go ahead. Just do it. Do yourself the favor. Um, Yeah, Sean, so interesting. What, if you're comfortable with sharing, I know I'm putting you a little on the spot here. Where do you think those those feelings came from in the beginning? Like what, what was the anxiety rooted in whenever you were sending messages and posting? Yeah. Posting on online. Yeah. Well, for me, I had... um, I knew I always wanted to do like some type of coaching. Like I was, I've been a nurse for about seven years and like halfway through my, my journey as a nurse, I knew I wanted to do some type of like health coaching. And I tried health coaching with like, you know, like an MLM kind of deal. And I had like PTSD from that experience just because it felt so gross (laughs) like yeah it felt so gross I felt like everyone I messaged I was being like not genuine at all and I didn't feel like I was actually like helping people I felt like I was just pushing a product and so I had so much anxiety going into nurse coaching hope like telling myself over and over again like I don't want it to be that again like I don't want it to be that 
it's it's got to be something different. Um, Mm -hmm. and so there was a lot of hesitation there because I, I did feel like all of that rejection whenever I was in that health coaching position. And, um, I didn't like, I had zero guidance, like zero guidance from anyone (laughs) (laughs) on how to navigate that. Like, it was just a very, like, I don't know, It, it was, it was not a great time. And so I was even really hesitant to do nurse coaching at first because I was so afraid that it was going to be that. And then, you know, like past experiences of just like feeling rejected in general from people like it, a lot of that stuff kind of carried through. And, Mm. um, and two, I can even like trace it back to childhood too. Like I was a really bubbly outgoing, like bold kid. And somewhere along the line, like I kept getting told I was too loud, I needed to be quiet. Mm. And um, like, I was too talkative, like my teachers would complain to my parents all the time that I was so chatty, it was distracting to other students. And so just (laughs) me being like myself was not to me, my brain was telling me like, that's not good. So like, along the way, I could see how all of like, life happening to me as I was growing older was kind of stifling that like true part of me that was really loud and that did want to overshare all the time. And, um, Mm. and so it was really cool. Like as, after I found nurse coaching, I kind of rediscovered that part of me and that's been such a blessing to be able to, to express to the world. Now I feel much freer. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. Holy smokes. Thank you for sharing that with all of us. That is, I, I just like can't, I'm, I'm a little like, mm-hmm. shocked is not the right word, Sean, but it's the only word I have right now of, of like how healing entrepreneurship can be mm-hmm. for people, right? There's, I mean, you just rattled off some really big experiences of conditioning in childhood to not show up as your full self because you were to fill in the blank, right? Mm-hmm. And then then that manifested in this this other experience with business where uh, it felt out of alignment, messaging felt gross and all these things. And then now as you've you've created a different avenue to help people, just I just have this really clear vision of you going back to the previous versions of yourself being like, it's okay, we found a way where all of this gets to come together for the greater good. And um, I think this is why nurses struggle with authenticity, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I can relate to your story as well of, you know, everyone gets told things when they're when they're a kid, when Mm -hmm. they are expressing themselves. And I think we all have a taste of, of what that can be like. But Yeah, I'm just like, it's entrepreneurship is so it can be so healing, like with with the right support and um, having someone to help you recreate new like corrective experiences. It can just be so, so, so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Uh, And yeah, just being able to express yourself authentically. It's not a luxury, right? Mm -hmm. It is literally like a foundational human need. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that you are and have really found your voice over the past since I've known you. I've seen it evolve even even so. And I know that's just a culmination of mm-hmm. of all the work you've been doing over the years. Um, but what makes nurse coaching different for you? Like what makes it what makes it so beautiful and wonderful and healing and all the things? Because um, I think that's a lot of speaks a lot to how you approach it mm-hmm. as well. 
Um, so I'm, I'm curious about that. What, what makes this different? Hmm. I think that what makes it the most different and what makes it so healing is that there's no, like the first thing that pops into my head is, is there's no agenda, right? There's always like, and I, I see this with like my students in the collective too, is just like meeting everyone where they're at. If you can meet yourself where you're at in your own journey, like you can be a nurse coach to yourself and work through some yeah. of those things on your own too, if you're experiencing those blockages in new entrepreneurship. And for me, just becoming a nurse coach and being able to coach other people and receiving coaching myself, um, I love that I can just like be exactly where I'm at. And that is totally okay. Like, that's why it's so healing for me. Like, I don't have to be somebody else. I don't have to, you know, I don't have to go back and, you know, relive parts of my childhood if I don't want to, or I can be super open to it if I feel like it, or I can, you know, play in the future and explore things that may seem totally unreal and like magical, but like there's so much creativity in nurse coaching. And I think that's like, like the core of who I am as a human is a creative and stepping into this role has really just unleashed a lot of that of, of me being able to, to creatively express myself through my voice, through my work, through, I mean, simple things is using social media and, and creating all of my cute graphics on Canva. Like, like it can be super simple, but the theme there for me and why it's so healing is because it's such, such a creative process. Mm. Yes, 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 yes. Yes to all of that. The question that came up for me, Sean, while you were reflecting on that is I know that there are nurse coaches right now that are deeply resonating with what you say, but m may feel a little stunted on the creative piece. Mm -hmm. um, I identify as someone who is super creative now, mm -hmm. but like four or five years ago, I don't know, like there's only so much creativity you can have while starting an IV, right? Right, it's right. Not, <laughs> it's not really... I, I just had a different identity then. So, and I love what you said there of like, it gets to be simple, right? It's writing a post, it's creating something on Canva. All of these little like m ways to express yourself are micro doses of medicine over time that add up. Mm -hmm. uh, but for, if we can both rewind a little bit, a few years and speak to the, the new grad or the nurse coach who just jumped into certification, mm -hmm. um, who's feeling like, that sounds really cool, but I don't know where to start. Yeah. Um, any, any words of advice for them? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna steal something that I, I heard from Laura in one of our sessions. <laughs> um, but follow the excitement. That's like mm -hmm. the one thing that like she said that in one of our very first calls. And I was like, ooh, like, that's really cool. Yeah. Like, that's that's something that, you know, it's a really simple statement that I haven't really thought too much about. But to really like tap in and think about like, what do you actually get excited about? Like, whether that's like, what topic do you get excited about? What type of population do you get excited about possibly coaching? I mean, even just like things that you're interested in. Like, I'm a huge, <laughs> I'm a huge Disney nerd. Like, I love, yeah. I love Disney. I love all things like princesses and magicalness. And 
that's something that really excites me. So if I can like implement the things that I'm really excited about and interested in into any area of my work, then I'm living in my authenticity and, and being creative. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm doing like a little coffee, coffee, uh, house snaps for it <laughs> over here. Yeah. I remember, Oh, I think it might've been like the first time I was ever exposed to human design a few years ago yes. to where I heard that phrase of, of follow your excitement. What feels exciting? And I was like, wait a second, we get to make big life decisions based on what feels exciting. <laughs> yeah. And it like blows your mind wide open. And, um, and I remember my first business coach even asking me whenever I came with like an either or, like, should I do this or should I do this? And she's like, well, which one feels more exciting? Not like, not which one is more exciting, but which one to you feels more exciting? And I was just like so confused mm -hmm. by that, by that question initially. Um, and there might be some of you listening that are like, how do you incorporate Disney princesses? <laughs> into your business plan and i kind of want to provide a little perspective on that if that's okay yeah. with you sean of not everything that's exciting has to be monetized yeah either yeah. right like you are allowed to enjoy things just to enjoy them and the more that we can like take your cup your energetic cup and and fill it with disney princesses and trips to disneyland and creative canva posters and things like that like if we can fill you up with all of the things because you are a multifaceted human that that get you excited that ripples into your business mm -hmm. it's impossible for it not to versus if you have a cup and you are constantly poking holes in it and doing all the shit that doesn't <laughs> get you excited mm -hmm. and and making commitments out of obligation and conditioning then it's really hard to be creative in that space right mm -hmm. so i love what you said there of like maybe even taking a moment and just listing out some things that feel exciting or that you love to do from taking your dog on a walk to, you know, hiking Mount Everest. Like mm -hmm. the, the range can be very wide uh, and get curious with yourself mm -hmm. and do more of that. Do more fun things. Yes. Yes. I have a what's I have what I call a joy list. And mm -hmm. I literally brain dump everything that makes me happy from like the smallest thing, like going to a coffee shop and sipping a nice coffee and like bigger things like going on a hike with my dogs or um, going on a trip to Disney or something like that. You know, like I have a list of things that it can be endless, mm -hmm. right? Like you can continually be adding to it because there are going to be more and more things that excite you every single day. So um, I, I think with nurse coaching too, it's really helped me be more present so that I can notice stuff like that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh man, there's like 5 million things I want to say right now. Like <laughs> my mind is like running. <laughs> um, I kind of, I want to ask you a question, Sean, because there's being around you your energy, it's it's contagious, right? You you really remind me of hanging out with Barbie Buckles. Like just being around her like elevates the whole room. Yeah. And you feel it. Like even if you can't put it exactly in the words, you feel it. But was life always like that for you? Like I know that we've talked about how you've been in this evolution over the past few years. Mm -hmm. Um but uh, because I see so much of similarities between the two of us, you incorporate joy 
so fluidly now? Was it always like that? Or or was it something that, like, you had to earn or that was meant for other people? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of curious about your relationship with this excitement and joy yeah. of life. I don't – so I think that I always – like, my personality has always kind of remained like this, maybe just, like, a muted version of it. And I always felt mm-hmm. like I was kind of giving to other people that joy and not experiencing it for myself or not, like, really taking a moment to – be grateful for it myself. Um, And that is the main thing that has changed. Like, I think I've always been this, like, this person. But the awareness that I had and the, um, the gratitude that I had for it was not always there. You know, I always was just giving it away to everybody else in my Mm -hmm. life. And I felt, I don't know, I just felt like really stifled before. And now I don't, you know, now I feel like I've kind of grown into this version of me that is able to truly enjoy life and not have to worry so much about everybody else. I still care about everybody else. Like that's always just (laughs) going to be a part of me. That's never going to leave me. But, um, but I'm, I'm okay with being a little bit and I don't even like to call it selfish, but that's the only word that I can think of at the moment. Of like, <laughs> like I'm okay yeah, with being selfish. A, is okay. <laughs> I'm yeah. okay with being a little bit selfish, and that used to feel so weird for me. Like if I wasn't giving to other people, and I think it's always also related to the way that I grew up. You know, my parents were very strict, and they were always telling me to be thankful to other people and to not be selfish mm. and things like that. And so, um, I think that I did grow up being like, you know, a a chronic people pleaser and wanting to make everybody else happy. And I was still keeping that same like vibrant energy with everybody else, but I was not reserving any of it for myself. And I think that's the main difference between like previous me and me now is that I do save a lot of that for myself too. Yes. Oh man. Isn't it so freeing to create space and that people pleasy tendency, uh, Man, I I remember the first time I felt that of like making like I felt empowered in letting pieces of this people pleasing tendencies go. And I felt like literally high. Like I was like, I can conquer the actual world. Like this is amazing. Uh, Yeah, it was so freeing. It was so freeing. And I love what you said there of like, I still care about people. Um, that that doesn't change, right? Mm-hmm. But giving away your joy to other people or that's it, that comes from like a scarcity place, right? Mm-hmm. That there is a finite amount of joy and you get to have it because I love you mm-hmm. and I don't. Yeah. Uh, to where that's just like not true. Joy, joy is completely abundant and there's no right. uh, theoretical pie that we're all taking from. Uh, so that that resonated with me really deeply when you said that of it's not black and white it's it, it's just a different different way to view it mm-hmm. very well said so one one last thing that i want to kind of make sure to mention and encompass in our chat here is we we've kind of talked about a, like a lot of different things here so i'm hoping we can maybe bring it all together in yeah. this showing up and being seen concept for nurse coaches yeah. like the i think that all these things that we've talked about play into people dimming their light, their joy, their excitement. Mm -hmm. And 
again, if you could label like a starting point, if someone wants to start their practice and they want to utilize social media in some capacity, where's the easiest place to begin? Mm. I think the, so the easiest place that I can, I can recall I started in and I've, I've seen this with my clients too. Like it's, it's just like figuring out what you actually want, you know, figuring out like what you want your life to look like and not putting any limits on it and like allowing yourself to get super, super creative in that one thing of like, okay, what do I actually want my life to look like and write it Mm -hmm. out and visualize it and imagine it and, um, and start there. And, and even if it feels big, cause I know that whenever I, whenever I think about like my future five, 10 years from now, like it feels really big, but like the life that I'm living right now felt really big for me a year ago and didn't mm, seem mm-hmm. possible, honestly. <laughs> and so yeah. it's really cool to, to even just allow yourself to imagine it at the very beginning without any limitations, without any voices in your head saying there's no way you can do that, you know, just, just be with that vision. And you would be so surprised at how much of it actually comes true if, if you don't put any limitations on it. Um, that's like one of the biggest things that I've learned too, to not like stifle my dreams. Like, like I, we were talking about earlier, how I felt super stifled whenever I was younger, like, as soon as I started to really step into not doing that and like realizing that I had a lot more control over my life than I thought I did. Like, I think a a lot of people can relate to that. Like you don't feel like you have Mm -hmm. control over your life because there's all these responsibilities that kind of like just fall into your lap as someone who cares about other people. And I don't know, just giving yourself that space to imagine and not put any limits on it. I hope that everyone picks up on what Sean just did because I asked her, what is the thing that you can do? How can you do it? Like, what is a step you can take? And her advice was, don't go make a coming out post on social media. Her advice was, dream really big <laughs> without limitations. Take time and space for you first before before you launch it into the world, right? And I think that the dreaming space is like so beautiful and that can be a short practice or a week long practice, right? However much time you need, but mm-hmm. uh, I just I love I love that you turned it back around on on the person who might need to hear that instead of giving them a to-do list of, of things. I hate giving to-do to lists. It's like like my <laughs> least favorite thing to do with my clients is to give them a list of things to do because it's like, you know, and we talk about this a lot too and y'all have done, I believe, I, I don't know if y'all have done an episode on this already, but I know I've heard you guys talk about it. Y'all did a workshop on it on like the being versus doing and mm-hmm. like that has been something that has really resonated with me because there are so many things that you can do in your business to technically be successful. But if you're not also like embodying that and allowing yourself to be up in the clouds sometimes and dream about the impossible, then it it just, there's nowhere for it to live. Like there, it just gets that dream dies, you know? Yes. Yes. All, all the yeses. I, yeah, there's, there's, 
many, many layers to this work, but of all of the places, literally the most important place to begin is to just see how big you can get, see how big the dream can get. Spend spend some time with your head in the clouds. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so beautiful, so beautiful. All right, Sean. Well, anything else? Anything else feel important to mention, to talk about, to put out there before before we wrap up? Hmm. I think the main the main thing that's like coming up for me during our conversation is like I know that I I, I realize that we've just talked about a lot of like very abstract things and like we haven't really talked about like specifics like what to do right and <laughs> yeah um and I I know that might be a little frustrating for like a new a new nurse coach listening to this but I also think that like that stuff all of the the to-do list that you make for yourself to like get your business started to create clients to have a thriving business like that stuff will never go anywhere you know and it's it's really like I didn't really realize how important the the deeper inner work actually was and dealing with that fear of being seen dealing with that fear of using my voice um Mm -hmm. was like before I started doing all of the other stuff and like it's just I think my biggest thing there is it's it's the way to create success the fastest (laughs) Because yeah. when you do that stuff first, like you're untouchable, you know, you don't have, there's no, there's no limits. Like if you do fail, you just get right back up and try some other way. Like it's not a big deal. Um, and I always thought that it was such a big deal if I like put something out there and it didn't work out. And that would mean that it was something about me or my value as a person or as a nurse coach. And it is not that it's just that it didn't work out. <laughs> like it's, it can mm-hmm. be that simple. Um, and so that's like the main thing that's coming up for me is like, I know that we're not really talking about like logistics here and like, what do you actually do to not be afraid to be seen? And it's like, you don't really do anything. You just start <laughs> to do it. Like you just, you just embody it. <laughs> and I yeah. don't really know like what else to say there. <laughs> yeah. You just have to begin. You just have to begin. And I think to your point, right, you can start like 500 LLCs, but if you never have the confidence to take any action towards any of those dreams, mm-hmm. or then they're then then what? They're just really expensive hobbies that you pay the government for. So mm-hmm. agreed 100% of you just have to you just have to begin and um I appreciate you rounding it out there, Sean, because I I remember a nurse coach I worked with like probably three or four years ago. And she's like, I just need a list. I just need a list of things to do to like get my LLC. And I was like, okay. And I like popped up a list in like 30 seconds and put it, put it in our Facebook group. And then she commented, she's like, just kidding. Turns out I'm really freaked out and I didn't want the list. I just thought that I wanted the list, but now I'm actually just scared. And so uh, yes. oh. <laughs> it's 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 so just when everyone when anyone is asking for resources, you know, 
I do think that there are things to learn as business owners for sure. Um, but it's usually there's usually a, a fear or a limiting belief under that question as well. Uh, so anyway, I hope everyone that this like spawns a little bit of curiosity and to take a moment to reflect of just all that we have thrown at you in this podcast. We've opened the fire hydrant for sure and just went went all of the necessary places to get our point across. But um, yeah, we so appreciate Sean being on this episode. Like I said, Sean has her own podcast. Sean, um, she's all over social media, which is amazing. So we'll make sure we have all of the things for you to get connected with Sean in the bottom. Um, and then also, yeah, Sean is an amazing member of our team and she facilitates our preceptorship calls and some of our will be uh, stepping into the lead mentorship role starting at the beginning of the year. And I I bet you all can see why we feel so lucky to have her on our team after getting to spend some time with her today. Uh, but thank you, Sean, for joining us. Thank you today. so much for having me. This was amazing, of course. <laughs> yeah. So fun. All right, team. We will see you next week. We'll see you on the flip side. In the meantime, come find us in the free Facebook group, The Successful Nurse Coaches. And we will catch you on the next one. Bye, everybody. Bye.